Rolling along here as we get you guys set for a full weekend in Omaha, full week in Omaha. A lot of people are hoping as their teams get ready to vie for the College World Series. Just getting here is fantastic. Eight teams, half the field SEC teams, and really if we want to go the extra mile, six of the eight teams from the SEC as Texas and Oklahoma will be joining very soon. And joining us now to preview the College World Series going around the horn we welcome in first uh, Stephen Willis from the SEC covering the Ole Miss Rebels, locked on, uh, of course, covering the uh, Ole Miss Rebels. Stephen, how are you, man? I'm doing quite well. I'm kind of pumped up. We have a live show, by the way, on post game of Auburn and Ole Miss where everybody can take part in. It's going to be fun. It's going to be our first run at that. We also welcome in Jonathan Davis, who is a host of uh, Locked On uh, Longhorns, covering the Texas Longhorns. Jonathan, welcome in, man. Uh, thank you, brother. Yes, uh, like you said, current Big 12 team, but future SEC team. And it looks like the SEC is dominating the College World Series this year. And we just have to throw it out there and bring in the full complement of our new our new neighbors, Josh Helmers, uh, who hosts uh, Locked on Sooners, covering the Oklahoma Sooners. Josh, what's up, man? If Norman is any indication, then yes, Oklahoma is officially ready to accept its formal bid as an SEC member as soon as, I don't know, last summer for Sooner fans. So, yes, for all intents and purposes, there's six, not one, not two, not three, six SEC schools in the College World Series. Amazing. Well, for the purpose of this, I'll rely on Stephen and myself. We'll represent Arkansas and Auburn and Texas A&M from that perspective. But I do want to start here, guys. We'll go around the horn, and let's start with you, Stephen. Give me a real quick uh, synopsis on – what you think about this Ole Miss team and how exciting it is where it felt like maybe a month ago that Mike Bianco was dead man walking and here he is in Omaha. Yeah, it's pretty cool to think about because at the beginning of the season, I think after the third series in the SEC play, Ole Miss's ERA was around nine. Now this is a pitching team. They had two shutouts in the Super Regional. Um, the highest, the lowest ERA going into the games. And it's just, that has just completely spurred their turnaround and Honestly, because they were at one time seven and 14 in the SEC, this makes all of this excitement um, even more than even before. It, it's pretty cool. Uh, Jonathan, let's go to you with uh, Texas baseball. I know David Pierce, um, you know, it, it's been an interesting ride. I saw this team in person this year and no denying how uh, strong of a factor the Hispanic Titanic is crushing home run after home run, but Give me a quick thought on this Texas team. Yeah, so I actually saw them play twice this year and they lost both games, so I can't go to any more games. But um, when you look at it, you talked about it. It starts with the Hispanic Titanic and what he was able to do in a record-breaking season. This Texas team uh, hit more home runs than they ever have um, than any other Texas team in history. And we know that this Texas team, when we talk about college baseball, has a lot of history. Um, and so now they're, the, you know, because of what happened to Tennessee, they're the betting favorite. And I, I think they're really interesting going into the College World Series. I really like the resolve that they showed in the ECU series. They lost the first game and they were down a lot in the second game. We're able to pull that out and then beat them in the deciding third game. And now I think coming into the College World Series, obviously, there's a lot of hype behind them. They are, uh, you know, the betting favorites, the favorites to win. And I think it remains to be seen, you know, what they're going to be able to do. You know, baseball is that sport where anything can happen. And on any given day, you know, your best player can be who you didn't expect it to be. And so um, we've seen, you know, a little bit of shakiness from the bullpen at times. And the offense has faltered. Um, it's been inconsistent. You know, some days it looks like the best in college baseball. And some days it has you, um, you know, desiring for more. So um, 
we'll see what they're able to do in the college world series but i think rightfully so they're the the betting favorite and then i think if they can put everything together they should be um hoisting the trophy at the end josh helmer skip johnson has done a, a pretty good job since he's been there at oklahoma give me a quick thought on the sooners team well, as good of a job as Skip Johnson has done, I think there were some that even even as recent as a couple of months ago before Oklahoma won its final five regular season, Big 12 series, and then obviously the, the Big 12 tournament championship, and we know what they did in both Gainesville and Blacksburg. If Oklahoma hadn't made this NCAA tournament, I think there's some that, if not immediately, would have wondered, hey, what does that mean for Skip Johnson at Oklahoma? It's kind of crazy. Around here in Norman, a lot of people felt like the, and a, you know, not that this is Oklahoma specific, but just thinking about Sooner baseball, kind of the lack of success. You know, this is the first trip to Omaha for OU, dating all the way back to 2010. The 2020 team, a lot of fans in Norman felt like that was a team with the starting rotation that was maybe positioned to get to Omaha. And again, not to pull a rock truck Jayhawk card. We're still playing for what happened the COVID year two years ago. But I do think this is a little bit of redemption in some senses for Oklahoma and particularly for Skip Johnson in that regard. That season got taken away from him. He needed something positive to happen. And obviously, this OU team's caught absolute fire. We'll stick with you here, Josh. A quick primer on the opening game against Texas A&M. I think it's very interesting that, uh, you know, Jim Schlossnagel, who's been at TCU for God knows forever, uh, a familiarity with an Oklahoma team going up against them, albeit he's in a new place, new digs at Texas A&M, but a lot of familiarity there between Jim Schlossnagel and Oklahoma. What can we expect in this first game? Well, I think just from the Oklahoma perspective, and this would be true of anybody in Omaha trying to win the College World Series, what's the – First thing you're going to look at is you want great starting pitching, right? So Oklahoma needs that from Jake Bennett. They feel like they found that in their number three guy in Cade Horton, and they really like what they have in David Sandlin in their number two. The surprising thing for Oklahoma is just kind of the power surge that they have found throughout this postseason push. Peyton Graham has established himself as a star. Tanner Treadaway was unbelievable in what was the rubber match, went over Virginia Tech. He hit four for five and was part of that good start for OU with Peyton Graham homering early in that game. The familiarity, yeah, it's it's interesting seeing a familiar face on this stage in Texas A&M, and we joke about the SEC thing, but, you know, for OU, it's not just the familiarity with the coach there. It's the familiarity with Texas A&M dating back to A&M being in the Big 12. Jonathan, you guys play the uh, nightcap on Friday. Uh, you get Notre Dame, who, man, just took care of business against Tennessee. They were not intimidated playing over there at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. What do you make of the matchup with Texas and Notre Dame? Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, really interesting. I think the key for Texas is you're going to need quality starts from Pete Hansen and Tristan Stevens. I think what we've seen at times this year what kind of have been Texas's downfall is that bullpen right and, and we saw even in that ECU series they had to use you know Pete Hansen and Tristan Stevens and get into those bullpens early and I think that really hurt them um, so I think in this matchup you're going to need you know Pete Hansen I believe he's going to be the starter to come out and give you a quality start you know six innings or maybe even more than that and less than three earned runs not have to rely on the bullpen too early or too much and then allow that offenses to go out there and and put up runs and hopefully put up enough to win and take their first game against Notre Dame. But I think the key is going to be, you know, Tristan Stevens and Pete Hansen 
being able to consistently deliver you quality starts throughout the rest of this college world series, not have to rely on that bullpen too much and not stretch them out because we've seen at times when Texas has to go to that bullpen early, that's their downfall. Uh, the early game on Saturday, it'll be Stanford against Arkansas. And I'll just say this. I watched a little bit of Stanford against UConn, a man, they could score some runs. Uh, that offense is electric. Arkansas, they've got the edge in pitching. I, I would say a little bit. I love what Connor Nolan has done so far this postseason. So Arkansas, I'm riding with them. I'm picking them to beat Stanford. And so that's the early game. But the night game on Saturday, a fun one, a rematch of a series we already saw this year in the SEC, Auburn against Ole Miss. Steven, what do the Rebs need to do to take down the Auburn Tigers? They need to, uh, first of all, they need to continue pitching the way they have been over the last five games, the regional and the super regional. The second thing is they don't need to pitch to Sonny Deshare at all. They just need to put him on base, Barry Bonds rule, um, do that for the whole game. If that happens, um, I think Auburn's offense might be stifled a little bit. Um, but this could be a game that's like three to two as the final um, and really good, two really evenly matched team. Butch Thompson, I think, is from Aberdeen, Mississippi. So this is going to meet a bunch to him as well. Now, also Tim Elko and Jacob Gonzalez and guys like that, if they can channel what they did in the Super Regional was not play three-run home run ball, but actually just played gap to gap, um, they'll be in good shape in um, Charles Schwab Field or whatever it's called now um, because that park is so big. But if it, they try to just play three-run homer ball and gorilla ball and LSU 1999, Ole Miss could be in a little bit of trouble, but I don't think they will. TD, Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, whatever the sponsor is. It's a big ballpark. And uh, early years, we did not see home run balls. That wind was blowing in, and we did not see a lot of home runs. And then last year, we saw 26 home runs there. So the numbers have picked up. It, it seems like maybe it might be a more hitter-friendly park. Last thing, guys, go around the horn. I'll ask you to put your analyst hat on. You can be a homer if you want, or you can go analyst route, whatever it is. But give me your objective opinion, Josh Helmer, who is winning the College World Series this year. Well, it, it pains me to say, but I, I do think the Texas Longhorns have a great chance to, to win this national championship. I like Oklahoma and Texas to meet up in that uh, winner's bracket game. We'll see how it plays out from there. Sandlin, Oklahoma's number two starter, has been largely good. But again, uh, he, he was tagged for a couple of runs, I think five versus Virginia Tech in that second game of their super regional. So if that happens, I don't know if Oklahoma has the pitching depth time. I'd love to see, I think maybe a little bit ahead of schedule for them in that regard to win a national championship, either Texas or Stanford to me, the two favorites. He is Josh Helmer locked on Sooners. How about uh, Jonathan Davis locked on Longhorns? Who you got winning it all? I'm going chalk, baby. I'm going with Texas. Uh, you know, I, I think that the offense is there. Um, this is a team that can explode at any time. And, and I think they have the confidence now. I, I think this is a team that in the ECU series, they might have, you know, once they were able to get past that, I think they said, OK, now, you know, we're the favorite. It's time to handle business. I think they have that confidence. And, and like I said, I think if Pete Hansen and Tristan Stevens can be the pitchers that we saw at the beginning of the season when they're just lights out in every start, then I think that the bullpen will be able to come in in their traditional roles. I think the offense is going to roll, and I think Texas does enough to win the College World Series this year, but it's going to be tough. You know, they have to get through either A&M or Oklahoma, their two biggest rivals, to get there and win it, and anything can happen in those series. And we know, like I said earlier, in the game of baseball, anything can happen, right? You know, any one of these eight teams has a chance to win it. And so um, I, I 
that's what makes the game interesting and that's what makes it so fun. But I'm going to go chalk and I'm going to go Texas and say they get it done. They have the pedigree. They have the players. They have the history and, and they're going to be hoisting another trophy this year. A lot of people do think it is an open field. Stephen Willis locked on Ole Miss. Who wins it all? Well, I think the hottest team in baseball right now is Ole Miss. They're, they won their last three games by a combined score of 37 to 6 in the Super Regional and the Regional. Um, but I, I do like Texas to advance. They're probably the favorite overall. And just think about this real quick. Texas has to go through Oklahoma, Texas A&M, like he said. And if everything goes right on the other side, potentially Arkansas as well. So every rival that Texas has, <laughs> man, that that would be – because nobody likes beating Texas like a, um Arkansas Razorback. I've noticed that over the last few years. I mean, they're really weird about that. Yeah, don't lose Texas because you will hear it from whoever you lose to. You know, the, the, talk, the talking is coming. I'll pick the Arkansas Razorbacks. I like the revenge tour for Dave Van Horn. Dave Van Horn, last year's team was more talented than this year's team, but I feel like they learned from their mistakes – Losing how they did last year in the Super Region. I think they bounce back and Arkansas wins it this year. Guys, thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Best of luck to all your teams and have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you very much. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.